to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I'm your host, the Coupon Queen Pen. Happy Friday, and guys, you know that means it's time for another recap of Kim's Convenience. So, let's take a moment out, and we'll be right back. And welcome back to another episode of CQB Moments and a little bit of everything with me. This is a collaboration episode special with the Coupon Queenpin from CQB Moments Podcast and a little bit of everything with me. We are going to be recapping the show called Kim's Convenience. While running a convenience store in Toronto, members of a Korean Canadian family deal with customers, each other, and the evolving world around them. Happy, happy Friday, Coupon Queen Pen. How you doing? Happy Friday. I am awesome. How are you? I'm doing great. And the next episode that we are going to be recapping is episode six called The Rude Kid. Mr. Kim scolds the child of Janice Professor. Jung discovers kimchi's method for making extra money. Now, when I saw the title of this of this episode, The Rude Kid, I kind of think, oh, this is funny. The song that went into my head automatically was like Rihanna's Rude Boy. I, I, somehow <laughs> I knew this is where you were going with this. The whole, you know, Rude Boy, give, 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 give it up. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> Why? Why? But I, I could see that. I could see that. I could see that. <laughs> so this week we are talking about the root kid. <laughs> oh my goodness. So Mr. Kim is trying to sell in Sam. Okay. So yeah, I think in Sam. <sighs> oh gosh. You know, Mr. Kim has this funny thing about Korean Japanese history and he won't let it go so he's trying to tell people about these new energy drinks which contain insam and the guy's like no it looks like ginseng and he's like but it's insam and he's like no that looks like ginseng and he's like, it looks the same, but they're not the same. But then he's like, I think, you know, Mr. Mr. Kim should have just, if he wasn't a convenience store person, he should have just been a history teacher. Because now he's going to give this guy the history uh, between communications between Jap- Japan and Korea. And it's like, here we go. Here we go. So the guy finally agrees to try it. And he's like, "Mm, no, I just think I'll have the beans. But after he drank the whole bottle. It's like, okay, so crazy. 
because I, I don't know how did you feel about the guy just like chugging the bottle and deciding he didn't want it he doesn't want to pay for it and even if it was good he was just like i don't have i don't want to pay for it so i'm just gonna say it's bad that was my thought that was my thought i was like he's not gonna say this is good so i'm like oh my gosh but yeah uh-uh so then we kind of cut to kimchi like actually no it's jung going through like the the refrigerator and realizing that the refrigerator is full of food which jung finds very very weird i'm like uh, refrigerator is usually full of food but okay um but he's like it's really really weird and the fact that kimchi has gone shopping um and also agrees to pay Jung the $40 that he owes him back he's you know acting really strange but responsible which as we've seen from kimchi in past episodes is a really weird kind of red flag I don't think I would have ever said that someone behaving responsibly is a red flag but yeah kimchi behaving responsibly is a red flag so he um jung is like not really having it and he wants to find out what the heck is going on but then we find out that you know janet is having a problem with her teacher and a you know a um a grade that she was given because her teacher, I don't know if, did you get the impression that her teacher didn't like her? Yeah, I I really did. I just didn't like how she really approached her with it. And basically Janet trying to ask like, what happened? Like, can you please tell me what happened so I can improve? That's what basically she was trying to tell her. Right, right. And she wasn't really helping her. She wasn't really giving her what she needed to hear it was more she was like well try to use the store as a way to express your photos and she was just like well I don't, what do you mean by that like I don't understand so I don't know what it is like what she's trying to help her but I don't feel like it was help and yeah I thought the impression that she didn't like her right but it was like kind of the weird remarks like well you know when your parents were refugees and she's like they weren't refugees like well when they came over on the boat and it's like they flew air canada like what (laughs) what are you talking about so it's it's one of those things i think a lot of it is the preconceived but this woman seems to have a lot of preconceived notions where she Mm -hmm. is the only narrator in her mind and nothing that anyone else says is valid but the weird thing is I, I come across a lot of professors like this. Like, I don't know if you ever had a professor like this where I had one course, um, one writing course where, no, it was a literature course where all I had to do was find a new way. And I kid you not. Um, all I had to find a new way to do was to kind of revamp what the teacher said about the book in class 
and put it in my own words. And it was an automatic A. If I said what I what I thought about the book, oh my gosh, I wasn't getting above a C plus. And people learn this. So people would just like record what he said and then put it in their own words. Hmm. Yeah, it was so weird, so weird. And, and it was just this one teacher. I, 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 knew, a, I knew someone that um, hated his class because of it. Uh, I don't remember if I had some encountership like that because the thing is I was never even in college I never really went up to my teacher and said, why did I get a bad mark? Because looking back at my college years, I did work a full-time job at night and then coming into school, well, rolling into school, I should say, because I was so tired. I didn't really sleep. Um, when you work from nine, it was like 10 PM to 6 AM, go home, shower, and then get to school for 40 hours a week. Yeah, it was, it was rough. So I knew yeah. that was on me because I should have taken more time into school, but I needed a job in order to go to school. So I never really asked that. And I'm trying to think back in high school and I'm thinking, I don't think I ever asked where I did wrong, but yeah, but it's, it just sucks. Cause when I see Janet trying to fight for her mark and I've seen people who've done that, especially by peers in college, they would ask like, why did I get this? Right. Why did I get that? Right. And they're just like, well, you need to look at it. You need to read it over yourself. And they won't say anything. Like they won't say right the exact answer. They want you to discover it yourself. And it's frustrating because Jan is just trying to ask like, what did I do wrong here? What is it? And this is photography and photography is expressive art. So if what you see through the lens is what you capture now for any other subject. Yeah. I want to know the answer like for yourself. Like I want to know the answer. What, what's the problem? Right. Right. So, but, and, and the thing is like, she even asks her like, Hey, was, was I supposed, was this supposed to be my self-portrait? Was I supposed to be the model? You know, like, okay, then I know I completely got it wrong if I'm supposed to be the model because I'm using other people or other things, but she won't even tell her that. Yeah. And she ends up leaving her with that note of trying to use the store to express her photos. So Jen is kind of like, oh, like, what am I going to do? Right. And that's, that's the crazy part. That's the, that's the really crazy part. So it's like, oh my gosh. But the funny thing is the, okay, here was something weird. And I don't know if this struck you as well, but the professor says, yeah, I passed it every day on my past your parents' store every day on my way to therapy why is she going to therapy every single day that to me was like okay so who who's got the problem here like it, it's I feel like her yeah. teacher's too much like I she's gone through so much that she has to go through therapy every single day but yet like you are I don't know how to, I don't know how to say this lightly where she's really using Janet as a way to let how, what she's going through and it shouldn't be that way. And 
oh, like the, the, the remark of, oh, I passed by the convenience store on my way to therapy. And I'm thinking, okay, what does that have to do with anything? Like why? And then I'm trying to figure out, she's telling her to use the store as a way to express her photos, but what is the connection here? Like, what are you trying to tell her? <laughs> right, right. That That's what I didn't get. That's exactly what I didn't get. So I'm like, oh my gosh. But she's very confused. She's got to figure this out because she wants a better grade. And I can't blame her if she's really unhappy with it. Go for what you want, you know? But it's like, oh my goodness. But then we see that she goes to the store. Janet's teacher goes to the convenience store. And she has a five-year-old who she never tells the word no. She feels it's too negative. What was your thought on that? I was like, oh gosh, I've heard parents like that who don't use the N-word. It kind of reminded me of uh, Cameron and Mitchell from The Modern Family, where Cameron is more, don't tell Lily no, don't tell her no, we're trying to use this new method while they're at Claire's house. And Claire's like, are you kidding me? Like I raised three children and you know, no is the word that it's no, like you're not supposed to do it. Don't it's no, it's not, you're not getting your way. So it brought up that scene where Lily is like flipping and turning off the lights. Then she's like near the sink where uh, the decomposer, I think it's called, because uh, some houses here don't have it. Like I don't have oh, one. Oh, okay. The um, the grinder. The, it's the um. Now that you said it, it's not the decomposer. It's the um. Oh darn it! You made me forget what it is called. It's it chops up all the leftovers yeah. going down the sink. I forgot the garbage what it's, disposal. There we go. I was like, I don't even know what it's called. But yeah, and then it reminded me that moment because Cameron gets his finger stuck in the sink and then he, he she's like, Lily has headphones on and, you know, <laughs> oh my gosh, she's about to flip the switch where he's going to get his fingers chewed up. It just get, it brought me back to that moment of not how not saying now. And now as a parent, it's like, I, I don't know. I don't know what people think of coming up these new methods. If it works for you, that's great. But now I'm like, okay, her professor goes to therapy. She's got a child who apparently cannot say any N word with no, not. And it, it, it's like, this child is a wild child. And I'm thinking he's this is going to go really on the chips for goodness sake. Yeah. He's going crazy. It's like, he's, he's... like pulling them off the store, shaking the <laughs> shelves, stomping, like stomping on huge bags of chips. And she doesn't want him to be told no. Mm-mm. Like, okay, what is going on here? Like, uh, and then she wants, Mr. Kim to apologize to her son because Mr. Kim is trying to tell him no and she won't let him but Mr. Kim really does pull a no-no which is I'm 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 kind of weirded out because I keep saying no more times than I think I've ever said in my whole life um (laughs) but he does and he actually 
flicks the little boy in the middle of his head. Now, I am not a proponent of, you know, doing something to someone else's kid. So it's like, watching that was kind of like, yeah, you shouldn't have done that. But it was like, you know, he's like, you know, you won't tell him anything. And she wants him to apologize. And Mr. Kim, we all know Mr. Kim is stubborn. He's not apologizing. And the weird part is now, you know, Janet finds out about it. She realizes that it's going to make her life harder. But now her teacher understands her plight because she comes from a tormented, suffering family, abusive, I guess. I, what, what did you think of, because I was really confused as to what her teacher thought was going on. I feel like with all the therapy she's going through, she's using those words that are being, I guess, directed towards her to Janet and maybe she's grown up without parents or abandoned parents or something or parents who just didn't give her enough attention that's what I was thinking and it just didn't make sense because I always like okay Mr. Kim what he did to the child was uncalled for like that's something if you're a stranger like I would not even do that but if you're like my brother's child and you're being disrespected like you're disrespecting us then or my mom as their grandparent like I would I would step in and do something because you don't do that right but Mr. Kim the way he upbrings his family it's pretty much relatable to some of us because it's tough love. Like my mom is more tough love in the family. She doesn't really care for your sob story because she wants you to realize things happen in life for a reason. And you need to learn from those mistakes and you need to grow from those experiences. Right. So it kind of, when she said like, Oh, cause if I, if, if someone were to tell me, especially a professor, like, Oh, you've grown up in a, a verbally abused uh, household and everything. And I would think back, not really, you may think that, but no, it's, it's not verbally abused. It's not like she's telling me like, you know, all the rude words to me. No, she's just trying to tell me like, you know, during for certain situations, we have to grow from our experiences. So I kind of right. felt like the professor really is using what she's learning in therapy and putting it towards Janet. I think so too. I think so too. It's like super weird, super weird. But then we find out Jung is sitting outside in a car just waiting. Well, not Jung, Kimchi is sitting outside in a car just waiting. <laughs> and he's looking around and he's like, you know, looking around and waiting. And it's like, well, why is he waiting? And you see Jung walk up and you think he's waiting for Jung, but he's not. Jung knocks on the window and is like, why are you out here? And he's like, oh, I'm just waiting on a friend. And he's like, what friend you know in that case can you drive me he's like no I can't I'm just waiting on a friend I'm not going your way (laughs) and it's so crazy so then his friend in air quotes comes and no it's not a woman it happens to be his rideshare customer 
So this is how how kimchi is getting the the extra money. He's doing ride shares. So he asked, you know, Jung asked, like, are you doing an Uber? He's like, no, I'm doing Dash. It's different. It's kind of like Uber, but not quite. It's like, okay, no problem. So I do have to ask, is Dash a real thing there? Because we don't have anything like Dash here. We have DoorDash. I was going to say we have DoorDash. Delivery. But you don't have like Dash as a as a no, ride share. We okay, have so that, Lyft that's an Uber. One. Okay, because I was like, so I guess that's another one that's made up. But yeah, yeah. so they're he, they're doing um he doing he's doing this Dash, and now Jung's like reading him the riot act, like, hey, this is a company car. You can't be using the car to do this. Um, and he's like, why not? No one's gonna find out. I just need to get some extra cash. And he says, because it's against company policy. So after that, believe it or not, Shannon does find out because someone comes looking for their cell phone saying they left it in a car, but they never actually rented a car from the car rental company. So now she really is on to it and saying, I think someone is using our cars for ride shares. And so she, she charges Jung with finding out who it is. Of course, he already knows who it is, but she thinks that it's Terrence because for some reason, Terrence, which is the guy with the glasses, seems to lose a lot of things. I'm like, why is this guy losing so many things? But yeah, Terrence loses a lot of things. And so she thinks that it's Terrence, but, um, you know, Jung is like, he goes to Kim Chi and he tells him like, she thinks it's Terrence, you have to fess up. And he's like, well, if he thinks that it's, if she thinks that it's Terrence, let it be Terrence. Cause for whatever reason, he does not like this guy. And he asked him, well, what happened to the paperwork? He says, well, I just got it and I threw it away. I got rid of the evidence. And it's like, oh my gosh, how do these two function? How do these two really function with the throwing away things and the forgetting things? These two are, you can see why they are the best of friends. It's so hilarious. But, um, you know, Jung says he's going to fix it, which he's going to confess to doing something he didn't do, which was take the car and use it as a ride share. And now Janet is trying to figure out what to do. I mean, not Janet, Shannon is trying to figure out what to do because remember, she likes Jung. So she doesn't want to have to lose an employee and kimchi oversees and actually fesses up and it's like oh my gosh and she gets ready to fire you know kimchi and so jung actually steps in for him and says it won't happen again he won't do it again i promise you know and she says well i will file it somewhere that it won't go to corporate or whatever whatever and it's like oh my gosh these two these two, these two, these two. But they're they're just lucky that Shannon is like 
super she's got a super duper crush on Gion. So uh John, so it it's like <laughs> that's what's saving their jobs. Yeah, it is, it is, it is. But then this therapy professor comes back and demands that Appa like apologize to her son okay you guys had an exchange why would you return knowing the way this person felt and she's holding up a line and her son rips open a bag of like goldfish crackers and starts eating them straight out the bag like looking like all crazy at everybody and it's just like oh my gosh and he's like I won't apologize but in the middle of this Janet walks and is like why are you here and she's like I came to see you know how you are oppressed and unloved and you suffer at the hands of tyrants I'm like what in the world and she lets her know you know I didn't say that you did but I never actually said no but in that in the meantime with that you know Mr. Kim is upset and I can't blame him like you know you've just been called a tyrant you've just been called you know and you're told this is the way your daughter feels about you so they're not speaking. And I think the thing is, the funniest thing was watching them go through the whole, yes, we're leaving now. Yes, I'm really talking to you. And yes, if you leave with me right now, you can have screen time. Like, okay, ma'am, it is easier just to say, no, let's go and move it. Like you having to figure out ways to make yes mean no. That is so confusing. And 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 I think one thing that gets me about that kind of thing is what is going to happen when you're not around and someone actually does tell your child no? (laughs) Right? Like at some point they are going to get a no in their lives. So let's let's for the better part of it say. They go through, manage to get through all of their childhood years without ever hearing the word no. And they get to adulthood and someone tells them no. What in the world do you think is going to happen? That, that's just my thought. I, I, I don't know. But yeah, it's, it's so crazy. But yeah, and... We find out that Mr. Kim is really not speaking to Janet. He's really, really upset. But they end up making up and and as they're getting a delivery. And, you know, because she really feels bad about the way she made her father feel. I think that was the thing was that she realizes that she shouldn't have allowed whether it was her teacher's misguided own misguided idea that led to this, but she shouldn't have allowed her teacher to continue thinking 
that her father was a quote unquote tyrant. So she feels really bad because she doesn't think that her father's a tyrant. She just thinks as she originally told her teacher that he's just who he is and he's being his authentic self. Exactly. So I don't know. I really don't know. It's like so weird, but they make up in the freezer as they are putting together, you know, the, uh, the fruit beverages. So, yeah. That's right. And fun fact, Kim's convenience. If you ever come to Toronto, it's actually still around. Of course, there's new owners who take over it, but uh, you can get your picture taken um, on the outside. I'm not sure if they'll let you in inside to take pictures, but you can shop around, get a Coke or gum, whatever you feel like. It seems like everything is still uh, in the same place, except for some of the shelves are a bit higher, of course, especially towards the middle. Um, you may see a signed poster of Kim's convenience in the cast. They left that in there at the store, but it is open today until 10 30 PM. Um, but there's more lighting in there. Um, it's a lot more bright from what it seems like, but people are stopping in and apparently since season one, the convenience store has picked up so much and people are just wanting to take pictures. Oh my gosh. I feel like there are going to be people crossing the border just to go to convenience store. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I'm looking, if you go into the address on Google, on Google and put Kim's convenience, the actual storefront. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of people have posted pictures of the convenience store. And there's a lot of signed merchandise that's posted all over the store as well. So people take pictures. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. so funny. That yeah. So funny. I was like, maybe I should go by and see it. <laughs> that is but, hilarious. Yeah. That is yeah. hilarious. So is it safe to say, let's wrap this thing up? Let's wrap it up. So guys, as always, be good to yourselves and be good to each other. And that's all we have for now. Guys, we hope that you enjoyed this. Oh my goodness. It just seems to keep getting more and more interesting. So let us know what you think. As always, guys, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and happy shopping.